biggest mistake in any situation you go through is to give up. The pain means you're alive. The scars show you've survived. To show your resilience. What's up, everyone? This is your girl, Elena, and this time I'm back with a rebranding, I guess we can call it. Um, previously, I was doing uh, She's Just Saying, and that stemmed from a childhood um, love for Dragon Ball Z. In the series uh, Dragon Ball Z, they aim to be so resilient and um anytime you know you got beat up if you're saying you get back up it doesn't matter if you are defeated it doesn't matter if you failed it doesn't matter if someone else beat you you still get up you still get back up and continue to work harder to try again try and be stronger try and just um continuously better yourself and that spoke to me even in my childhood. So growing up, that's what I aimed for, is that whenever you fall, you get back up. Um, so that's why I decided I, my brand as a person is not just resilience, but I aim to be strong. I aim to feel strong, um, not just mentally, but physically, and not just physically, but as a whole. I just I just want to be strong enough to withstand whatever obstacles come my way. And for the majority of my life, that's what I've been doing. That speaks volume to me as a person, like growing into who I am today. It just shows me what I really took away from that show um, and Im implemented into my life. Uh, to get me through all of the all the shit that I had to go through. Like I went through a lot. Um, I've kind of talked about it a little bit in my previous um, episodes um, on She's Just Saying. But, you know, I've, I've been through so much that I, the, the one thing I know about myself and that I always told myself is I, I'm, I'm a Saiyan. I'm, I'm a super Saiyan. Like I am just going to continuously get up no matter what tries to knock me down um, because I'm not going to be defeated. That is where the rebranding comes from. That resilience has brought me to where I am today. Um, and also, you know, me as a trainer, um, if I wasn't resilient in the process, I wouldn't have become a fitness trainer. I wouldn't have become certified. I wouldn't get the job that I have now that I'm, you know, so blessed to have. I'm, I'm, you know, finally living the dream that I've been, you know, picturing in my mind for the past five years now. Um, but held myself back because of the self-doubt. But even with all the self-doubt eating at me, I still kept pushing. I still knew what I wanted. I still knew I'm going to get there. That is why I decided. 
the new podcast is Fit and Resilient. That just speaks to who I am. It just speaks to um, my goals. It speaks to what I aim for is to be fit and resilient. Anytime I go to the gym, like even on a bad day, it could be a bad day. And if I showed up, it still was a good day because I showed up. That means I pushed past my own limits that day to show up to the gym, even if it was a bad day. And on the good days, when I hit those good lifts, when, you know, the the weights are moving really smooth on those days, man, do I feel accomplished? Do I feel so good? Do I feel so strong? And that is what I want. Like, that's what I crave is that feeling. Um, I was just, I was made to feel so much less than I am so much in my life that I don't want to feel that way anymore. And because I know my, my potential, I know who I could be if I really push for it, who I want to be, um, not just in my personal life, but in a career. And I'm doing everything that is going to get me there. 2023 was a really confusing year. Um, It was one of the best, but also one of like, kind of the most heartbreaking, Um, especially coming to terms with within myself of who I am, who I want to be, and like really hounding down on those toxic, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Sorry. On those toxic traits um, that I was still like holding on to that, that were, um, it's one of those things that, you know, you're kind of raised to do. So it's just like, certain things that I found in myself to be a toxic trait for me um, were things that like I kind of grew up thinking were normal um, because that's what was taught to me. That's how everyone else was around me or, you know, or at least like the ones I was around most. Um, It was very, it was a very eye-opening year, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Like, it was eye-opening in so many ways for me. Um, I figured out like what boundaries that I have because um, I used to just l- allow certain things just because I didn't want to hurt anybody else's feelings. And that's not fair to me. So I, I had to learn though that those things this year, like those were the kinds of things that I had to learn for myself this year was like, stop thinking about everybody else. Like it's time that you kind of think about yourself a little bit. And, um, and I really like had to see that. Cause I thought like, you know, me going to the gym, me being lazy when I probably could have cleaned the house. Um, those are things like I think I'm doing for myself. And in reality, that's that's not all it, right? Like, to do things for yourself, you really have to look around you and seeing what you're allowing into your life and what you're allowing to be around you to really figure out what you're okay with and what you're not. And um, 
that was a lot of what I learned this year is just what I was okay with and what I wasn't anymore. What really nourished me as a person and what wasn't feeding my soul. You know, it was really refreshing to actually um, learn that and to understand that and acknowledge that. I'm not upset about anything that's happened. I've kind of learned to, if it if it doesn't, you know, make me happy, if it doesn't bring me any peace, then why hold on to it? So, um, you know, all the things that like hurt me this past year don't really hurt me anymore. They, I, they hurt for a moment and then I let it go because I don't want to hold on to that. If it's, like I said, if it's not going to nourish me, then I'm, I don't need it. And I think a lot of people forget that, like, we always want to please everyone else, but are we really pleasing ourselves if we're not really thinking about how we're affecting ourselves by pleasing everyone else? The The definition for resilient is, there's a couple different ways that it's worded if you Google it, but for the most part, it's being able to go through shit and recover from shit, <laughs> no matter how hard the situation might be, we're able to withstand it, right? It, it's it's not hurting us. We can get through it. We can deal with it. It's not a big deal. It's not. But is it bringing any positivity to you? Is it really supporting you as a person, um, your needs or your goals? Then maybe it's not for you. I think that's also part of being resilient, like being able to acknowledge that and see that and know what you want for yourself and pushing through, even though you know it's going to hurt you or them or both. It's necessary, right? So I feel like that's also part of being resilient, being able to and understand when it's time to kind of cut ties and let things go um, and being okay with that. Like it's okay to feel your feelings. Definitely it's always okay to feel your feelings. Be in touch with your feelings. Let yourself feel those emotions because that's how you're going to be able to let it go is really sit in those feelings, understand them, understand why you're feeling them, and then get through it and move on. But yeah, it's it's been a it's been a wild ride. Um and I'm happy for the new year. Um 2023 brought a lot. It's one of the things I'm most grateful for is the job that I just got. And and here's a little story. Here we go. Here's a little story about being resilient, um, even when you feel like you have failed, um, even when you feel like you have fallen. After I got my certificate, I got my certificate back in September. Um, I told myself, I I got my certificate. I'm going to start applying. I'm going to become a trainer and all that good stuff, right? I told myself all of these things. And then I went home and totally got caught a case of imposter syndrome. I psyched myself out so much that I 
was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what, uh, what I know anymore. And, um, it was really hard for me to overcome that. I triggered depression. I triggered my anxiety. Um, you know, it, it just triggered my PTSD from feeling weak. It just triggered all these things. And it was so terrifying. And I honestly didn't know how to get past it for a good while. Like it, there was, you know, the like one or two days where it was really, really hard. And then the rest of the days, it was just like, I, I came to peace with it. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, okay. For and probably for about a good two weeks, probably, I would say, like, I really, really put myself down and like doubted myself. Um, and during that time, like, I, I stopped going to the gym because I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I started doubting my own training for myself. I started thinking I didn't know what to do anymore. I started just so much just overthinking. Once I start overthinking, I just, I fall down a rabbit hole and it, it just doesn't stop until I like finally snap and realize, oh, hey, let, let's climb out of this hole now. Okay. And that's where the resilience comes in, right? The trying to just, but it, you have to acknowledge it first. You have to acknowledge when you're feeling like so far down that you you're you want to give up and then that's when it clicks you either let yourself fall or you say hey like we stood in this long enough it's time for us to get up so i think after like two weeks of really stewing in it then um like the third week was really when i was like acknowledging my feelings and emotions of just um actually realized that I I got the imposter syndrome because I didn't think like this was the life for me. Like this wasn't the life I was raised for. I was not raised for the career that I am dreaming of. And so everything in my body and in my mind was like, what the fuck are we doing? Because this is not what was planned for us by everyone else. This is not what um, we were told that we were gonna be doing when we grew up. When it came to that, that point, like I got my certificate and I was finally like pushing through that wall, that barrier that was put up for me, you know, like you're kind of living the life that you were told you were supposed to live like now you're trying to get past it and this is where i'm battling with myself like i was breaking through this barrier that was put up for me um based on the obstacles and all of the um how i was raised and how i grew up and everything that you know i had happened in my past like that is where that barrier came in um so trying to break past that barrier of wanting a different life than what was set for me, you know, or at least what I thought was set for me. Um, it was challenging, but once I acknowledged it, it would, that was when I really was able to push past 
it became easier to break that barrier because at first, you know, in those two weeks when I was wallowing in that um, sorrow of, you know, now I got the certificate, but I have no idea what I'm doing. And this is a joke. Um, you know, in those moments, like I was sitting at that wall, at that barrier, just sitting there, balled up in a fetal position, feeling like it was the end of the world. And in reality, I just didn't even think about what I could do to get past this barrier that was in my way of living the life that I wanted for myself. Um, and once, so once I acknowledged that, then week three was like week, the week that I was like, okay, I'm acknowledging what I'm feeling right now. I'm understanding where this is coming from. And now I need to let my my body recover from all of this PTSD, all of the anxiety, all the depression that I just put myself through, you know, freaking myself out thinking that I wasn't good enough to be a trainer and, and doubting myself. Once I, I, I could understand why I was doing that to myself was really when I was like, okay, let me recover. Let me just take this week to really understand how I'm feeling, processing these emotions, processing everything that I'm going through, and reminding myself of why I got my certificate in the first place. The reason I got my certificate is because I want to help people. I mean, my my first career choice that I really thought of was I wanted to be, well, after military and all that stuff, was I wanted to be a psychologist. And um, when I started thinking more about what it meant to be a psychologist, I didn't know if that was really the right choice for me or what I really wanted. Um, so when I started my fitness journey, I was still kind of having that mindset in my mind of being a psychologist. And then I started working out and then I started like hearing more things about fitness trainers and um, understanding like how fitness has helped not just me, but a lot of people um, in my life that I know personally. Um, it's It just showed me that that was another option. And, and then I kept hearing like kind of negative things about why you shouldn't be a fitness trainer. Don't be a fitness trainer because you're not going to make a sh like a lot of money, right? Like don't be a fitness trainer because um, a lot of fitness trainers don't even last the first year in their career. And that was like, it didn't put me off. And I think that was like kind of like my first sign of like, maybe this is what I do want because that didn't scare me away. I don't, I don't mind if I'm not making millions of dollars if I'm helping someone, like that's that's the best like payment I can get is just seeing the content and the confidence in someone's face. Like when I help them find that strength within themselves, when I help them find that, take their when I help them take their power back, when I help them feel stronger, when I help them feel like they have made progress, like they're getting the results they want. That is the feeling I want to feel. I want to feel like 
I'm helping you become a better you because you asked me to. So yeah, that's my job. I, that's what I want to do. And when I started realizing that, that I can do that as a trainer, like I, I was, I was like, yeah, like, I think this is the way I want to go. Then, you know, I started hearing about what makes a successful trainer and a lot of the, the tips and advice that, um, I heard were if you're, you, you'll be a successful trainer if, um, if you have a real drive to help people, um, if you are empathetic, um, if you, um, really care about others and want to see them succeed. Those were a lot of the same things that I heard over and over again. And I just thought about myself. Like, I was like, that's, that's me. That's my purpose. Like, if no one's helping you become the best version of yourself and you want somebody to help you do that, I can do that. If you want somebody to, to really push you to be more disciplined, to be more consistent, to be motivated, I can do that. You know, not a lot of people have someone like that in their life that will be blunt and honest with them and really push them to their full potential, but I want to be that person. (laughs) So that was like, that's when it clicked. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is what I want. This is my purpose. This is my goal is to be a personal trainer so I can help other people feel as strong and powerful as I've been able to feel in through my journey. Now, fast forward five years later from that thought, and here we are. I'm certified. I have a, a, a job in a gym now. Um, I just signed a client this week. You know, I'm excited to actually start training in a gym as a certified PT. Like, this is my dream coming true. And I would never have got here if I didn't persevere through all the shit that had been thrown at me. I honestly just, I, I'm so grateful, so very grateful for where I am today. I'm so proud of myself um, for making it here and for pushing past everything and for really proving to myself that I'm more than anybody told me I was in the past. And I I just, I'm so excited to see what else I can unlock within myself to better myself even more this next year. This is where it's all unfolding for me. And I'm so excited to see where it takes me. I'm so excited to see how better the, how much better I can be within myself, um, to be as a person for my family, my friends, my clients, uh, my coworkers, just to be a, a person that they enjoy being around and that can bring something good to their life. Um, I've gotten a lot of compliments at work that uh, my smile is a smile that can, you know, bring light to anybody's day and all the uh, members that I've seen so far have have complimented me on my energy. And that is exactly where like, those are the um, those are the signs that tell me I'm doing my job right. Those are the signs that show me I'm on the right path. And it makes me so happy and so excited. 
I can't wait to share this new exciting adventure with you guys. And I'm just so thankful um, for all the support that I've had in this journey. And um, even with this podcast, um, it's just growing from here and it's just going to keep getting better. Anyways, um, again, 2023, thank you for everything this year, um, all the lessons, all uh, the heartache that that helped mold me into a better person, um, that helped me realize the things I needed to realize to become a better version of myself. Um, thank you for all the blessings. Thank you for all of the love um, and the friendships and the family and just thank you. But 2024, I'm ready for you. I'm ready. Let's make it a great one. I hope you guys have a great happy new year. And until next time, bye.